Hey girl, grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl, grab, grab, grab your headphones, grab, grab, grab. Yo, headphones, it's Kendra. Welcome to the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. How you doing, girl? How you doing? Come on in. Sit at your desk. Get comfortable. Are you back at your desk? Are you back at your desk? Are you out of the office? Are you back in the office? How's that going? How's the transition been going? You know, it's. I think that it'll be good to put some space in between working from home and, uh, and home it's, it was a super duper, you know, big old dunk into the, the deep end of the water for a lot of people to transition from, you know, you ain't had no off time when you work from home and then your home turned into your office. You like this shit, this for the birds. <laughs> I might not be in the office with the people that get on my nerves, but Lord have mercy. I need a break from, uh, all of this business stuff, all of the, all the things that come with working from home. So I get it, y'all. I get it. You know, that's been a part of my life for a very long time. So I gets it. So if you are back at your desk, are you still working from home? Are you driving to work? You coming home from work? You twisting your hair? You cooking dinner? You doing all the things that we do because we do it so well and we just be making it look cute, but we know it's not. We and we want we're gonna retire that in 2021. We are going to retire the trope of the strong black woman. That shit is a a lie. It is a lie. It is a lie from the pit of hell. It's the it's the lyingness of lies, right? Yeah, we don't have to be strong and have to, you know, prove our humanity and always be juggling and auditioning and showing people I can do this and I can do that. Yeah, we know you can. We can. We can do it all, but we don't need to be doing it all, right? That ain't on us. Uh, what we can take away damn sure from 2020 is that you. it's important to sat your ass down somewhere. That is for sure. I could tell you that much. I I am slowly getting back into you know, regularness. I am not interested in a a pre 2020, 2019 kind of life. Um, I, we learned a lot of lessons. I know I did. I learned a lot of lessons about reprioritizing and always having to be on the grind creates a kind of hustle mentality, which is toxic. It is so toxic to always feel as though you have to be on, you got to be doing it. You got to be, got to be here, got to be there. And I think, especially for black women, we don't ever have the opportunity in the past. We haven't had the opportunity. We create these spaces and God bless the millennials, honey, the JV auntie squad, the young ones, the youngins. I love y'all cause y'all are not with the shit. Um, for redefining things and for um, calling us on our shit and the Gen X and on up and the baby boomers and whoever else's for calling us on our shit and, and letting us know, no, 
It doesn't have to be that way. And you can, you don't have to have a, a space that you work from your office. Your office can actually be anywhere now, right? And so if your, your regular gig is your gig to pay your bills, but you got your one that's your passion project or one that, you know, helps to fill your life and you're very blessed and fortunate if that all comes together and maybe one day it can, right? It maybe all can come together and you could feed yourself and feed your passion and stay on that track. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to redefining what it means, especially in this 50, ooh, in turning 50, yes, in the midlife of things, in redefining it, you know? I'm looking forward to that. I, I really think that that for me is what whole, the whole of midlife blindness is all about, darling, is, is defining it for yourself. What does it look like for you, not for someone else, inspired by others, but another queen's queendom uh, shouldn't have to, you know, be something that you look at and like, well, I want what she has. No, you have what you have. And you might not want a queendom. You might want to be the, the lady that's, you know, doing the herbs and the spices and stuff that the queen come to see. We all have our thing that we all do, right? We do what we do. We do it so well. We do it so well. So what's going on in the internet streets and in the, in the culture? Uh, as of today, we're supposed to be able to take our mask off if you are fully vaccinated. That's what they say. It's, it's like... um a really bad version of future song mask on mask off mask ma off on mask off on i am fully vaccinated and my intention is to continue to wear my mask in uh, especially in crowded spaces i am not comfortable i am not i i don't have any problem saying i'm not comfortable after we've seen in this <laughs> really fucked up group project we were all in and continue to be in this past year and some change. I don't trust nobody else to be looking out for me. So I'm gonna keep my mask on and we're gonna see how this go. But at least we got some warm weather coming our way. So that is always a great thing, right? That we have a little, we can get out, we can put our sundresses on ladies. Ooh. And listen, can we talk about bodies right now? Let's just go on and get into that. I'm telling you right now, summer is getting the body you have bikini season is getting the body that you have you survived a whole bunch of situations not just last year but in your life to bring you to this moment and the body that you have is the one that brought you here okay mind body spirit you're in this moment I want you to own it if you want to put on the shorts and people are like you too old it's too dimply it's to this, it's to that. Tell them to put some fucking shades on or turn their head because you're going to wear what you want to wear. Do what you want to do because ain't nothing promised to you tomorrow. So wear the outfit, honey. Wear the outfit, says. Wear the outfit. Wear it. I'm, I'm body shaming and superwoman hustle syndrome. Both of them. Toxic. We throwing that one away. We throwing that away. We By the time we get through this hot golf summer, hot grown ass woman summer, knees, glucosamine. What is, <laughs> what is it that you have the collagen? What did you check for your knees? I guess I need to get my supplements together. But yeah, by the time we get through this hot golf summer, I want you to have a different sense of what it means for you to enjoy your physical being as it looks now 
Fupa, poopa, you know, all the things. And if anybody is complaining about all, any of those things, especially in your personal space, it's a side eye that needs to occur and some rethinking, perhaps. I ain't in nobody's business. I'm just saying. <laughs> Say, but I'm going to jump into Portia Williams' business. What's that? What is that on the Housewives of Atlanta? I've kind of been following it, kind of not, because um, it's a lot. <laughs> seems to be a lot. So, uh, but it really is one of those, you know, <laughs> it seems like it's a shook your hands, throw your man, done so sweet it had to be a plan. Shout out to Houdini, old school hip hop. It seems that way. But, you know, when you are, you're looking at stuff from the outside in, apparently this young lady came on to Housewives of Atlanta and she was brought in as a friend of Porsche's, right? Friend with the air quotes. And the young lady was going through a divorce at the time. And now that the season is over, apparently uh, her soon-to-be ex-husband and Portia are now engaged. Hmm. Again, not my business. But what it did bring up for me in a topic, not, you know, about digging into Portia's business, but about the, the nature of your relationships with people, especially your intimate partner, you know, domestic uh, husband, spouse, boyfriend, boo, girlfriend, whoever, right? It, it brought up to me something that my grandma used to say. And she used to say that the only business that you have is the business that you keep to yourself. Ooh, you know how it used to be like, oh, we don't talk about what's going on outside of our house and this and any other. A little bit of that goes a long, long way because, you know, a lot of stuff that we were taught might not necessarily work right now, but especially when I still agree with this one, when you're talking about someone you're dating or seeing, unless you know that you are about done with this motherfucker, if you aren't done with them, then you need to keep your mouth shut and you need to talk to your therapist and work it out amongst yourselves. Because if you tell your family about it, or your friends or your sister friends or your girlfriends or whatever. And you tell them and then y'all get back together. Everybody is tight. Nobody is forgetting <laughs> what you have said. And also back to the Portia and this uh, lady, I think her name is Fallon or something like that. Her situation, if you're running your mouth out and telling people what's going on with you and your spouse and what's missing in your relationship, it'll be a hello Barbara. This is Shirley conversation woman to woman, right? <laughs> Somebody be done snuck in and use the information that you've told them. You've, you've offered that up into your, your sacred space of your relationship. And even if your relationship is something that is a very toxic relationship, a very tough relationship, it's still the relationship between you and that person. And also the relationship between you and you, right? And so in order for you to have a healthy kind of transition out of stuff, you gotta, you know, keep it, keep it quiet, keep it tight. Unless you got people that you know that they're going to rock either way, they're going to be cool about it. But it's really hard if someone's telling you all this information about things that are going on in their lives and for you to watch them go through it and not feel some kind of feelings about dude or whoever else is involved. So yeah, I don't know what all happened with Portia and, and, um, did I name the lady Fallon? I don't know her name. Real auntie behavior. <laughs> Baby, sugar, honey, honey pie. Hey girl, 
one of those, one of those things. So yeah, so that is what is, is going on that I can see in the internet streets. I am in the middle of a whole bunch of stuff as we get ready for summer. And so um, the internet had been holding my attention. And you know, I've developed a whole different kind of space for television and for internet to be so disconnected from my family and friends for over the past year and a half. I'm not interested. I really want to go and see my people, right? I want to connect with y'all on the internet and see in the streets and, and chop it up. Right. Um, but I'm not really all that interested in, in seeing other stuff. You know, I build out space. Like if I want to just veg out and kind of watch TV or some trash or something like that. But other than that, I'm not really interested. I want to get back out to life, honey. I want to get back out to brunching, honey. I want my mimosas to be bottomless. Mm -hmm. I want the Uber to have to be involved. (laughs) And speaking of bottomless mimosas, Ooh, you know what I'm going to ask you, baby. What's in your cup of pocket? Cups? I need to put the cups back up. Um, some of you have asked for decaf cups of fucking. I got to make that happen for you so you can have your cup at your office. We're going to make that happen. But my cup of fucking for this week, what am I? What was in my cup of fucking? Ooh, I don't know. I just, I guess maybe my, the mimosas are on my mind, but in my real life cup of fucking, I'm still on this water. I'm still on this water. It's been very helpful for me. You know, as I was saying before about the body image and the body weight thing and gaining weight or whatever happened. Some people lost weight, you know, some people got super duper fit Peloton. And I've talked about Peloton before. Peloton needs to start advertising to black women. If anybody is listening that has something to do with Peloton, Peloton needs to start advertising towards black women, specifically black women over the age of 40, specifically those who can have a subscription service for their monthly fee because I've not seen anything. I've seen some great looking brothers and sisters and all kinds of folks on there, but I ain't seen nobody on there that they like, Oh, and for you actual black women who've been holding it down and holding this shit together with glue and, and duct tape and bobby pins and uh, all kinds of stuff. We want to talk to you. Y'all deserve because we do. We absolutely do. And so what, what is in my cup of fuck it? It's water. And, and that is kind of it. And I have been able to, you know, I've it told you before that I lost a hundred pounds. And the first step that I took to lose 100 pounds was to stop drinking my calories. And so I still will drink my, you know, my drinks again, bottomless mimosas, but <laughs> But for the most part, that is like, you know, a weekend and I treat like if I'm having, um, if I know I'm gonna have a sugary drink on the weekends, it doesn't matter if it's uh, an alcoholic beverage or if it's a coffee or something like that. I will, you know, really monitor my intake of drinking calories. It's just crazy how much we drink, right? And, and we put in our cup. And so in my cup of fuck it, I am staying hydrated and minding my business. That is why 50 looks so good on me. (laughs) Hey, I know y'all like, where's the remix girl? Hold on, sis, hold on. I guess we working a little different this week. We doing a little different this week. Go with me. So when I talk about remixing stuff, I often talk about it being something 
that you do as you get older, right? But we're always in transition. We're always all remixing, you know, repurposing, uh, doing things with our lives that maybe we didn't do before, using some trials, turning them into triumphs, uh, turning some tests into some testimonies, turning some um, some beat downs to some, some drop downs. <laughs> drop it down low again with the knees. Yes, this week um, I'm talking about building bridges. Building Bridges, the OG Auntie Squad, the JV Auntie Squad, the younger women in our lives, the ones who are transitioning into their 20s and 30s. I see so many young women put so much pressure on themselves, and I know that I did it as well, but I think that the internet adds another level of, of pressure that I can't even fathom what that is like. If you are involved in it, if you're highly involved in social media, or if you are not, I just can't imagine what it would be to like to be a young person right now and experience seeing the world, not necessarily through your own experiences, because that's a great thing about the internet, right? You get exposed to things that you're like, oh my gosh, didn't know that was out there, putting it on my list. But daily, you get introduced to things that can cause a little bit of consternation, you know, consternation in your mind, uh, in your mind about, am I doing this right? We're going to do that anyway, right? Am I doing this right? Am I look, do I look this way? Do I, everything is through a filter and this and that and this, and it distorts your reality. So this week, I want to start out by talking about a friend of mine who is younger than me and her name is Kiko Cooley. And isn't that a cool name? Kiko Cooley. Kiko and I became friends when she attended one of the cycle classes that I was instructing here in Greenville, South Carolina. And, uh, she was attending my HBCU ride. It was a school day's ride. I feel like I need to just do that again. If you have ever been to an HBCU, then you know the vibe, then you know the vibe. And so it was a bunch of deep, you know, deltas and sigmas and Qs and uh, Hampton and Howard and Tuskegee and fam and everybody was in the building and we had a great time. And Kiko is a soror of mine. And Kiko, I do believe I've spoken about Kiko on this podcast before. If I've not spoken about her, I know I have online and talked about how fucking dope she is. Just so dope. You know how you meet a young person and a person, just a person. And you're just like, I don't know what this person is getting ready to do with their life, but I'm just going to support and I want to see. Because I want to be a part of the crowd that claps, snaps, and and drops and finger rolls and body rolls and everything else to support this person because they are bringing forth that authentic, you can't buy this, you can't reproduce this, you can't do it magic, right? And so Kika is a medical student. She was a medical student when I met her and she and I forged a friendship that became like a sisterly auntie kind of thing, right? And so Kiko just graduated from uh, college and she's going to attend. Uh, she just graduated from med school and she'll be working on her specialty in urology. She's going to be working on her specialty in urology. A black woman 
going to be the first person at the university that she was her first choice is going to be the first black person, not woman, first black person to attend this program in 2021 of God's years AD. Yeah. AD. We still in first mode and, uh, and she's just so dope, right? Just so dope. And she is, if I'm remembering the stats correctly, y'all can Google it. Google is free, <laughs> but she is going to be, um, one of zero, 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 zero point three percent in the country and in maybe the world of black urologist, female, black woman, urologist, black, a black woman that is urologist and around the world, very few women in this field. So why is this a remix and what does this have to do with building bridges? Well, I'll tell you this, the OG auntie squad, the JV auntie squad, they, we need to connect y'all. We, we need to connect. There are so many things that I learned from my relationship and I hope to continue to learn from my relationship with women like Kiko, who is not my, not a baby, right? By any stretch of the imagination. And I view her as a full woman, a woman. But I also see her as someone that the experience that I have in my life, if it's something that I could share with her that is not out in the open as much as it needs to be, like sharing her story, right? That she can share with me and keep me into things and up on things. And I can share with her and keep her in the know of what could possibly be on the other side of that bridge. Mm -hmm. What is on the other side of the bridge of 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75? What's on the other side of that bridge? What does your mental health look like? What would I wish that I have known? Right? What do I wish that I have known? Would have known then? Uh, you know, I wish that back then they didn't know me. Now they all know me. No, I wish what I wish I would have known then, and what I know to be true in this moment now. Because of course that changes. That of course that changes. But the distortion from the internet and from the physical features that people are always airbrushed, and I always show my stretch marks on my stomach on and my cellulite on my legs and my arms and everything that I can think of. Uh, and I show my legs a lot because I, people tell women over 40 that they aren't supposed to wear shorts. And so, you know, that I'm gonna throw that in my cup of fuck it with some water. Fuck that. Where would you want to wear? And it's, it, I can't, like I said, I can't imagine what it's like to be a woman that age doing those things even even if it's not something big like Kiko everyone's life is big because it's a one-of-a-kind experience yours mine but we're all on this kind of same trajectory so what can I tell you about my path what can you holler across the bridge and tell me about what you doing 
in your 20s and what I'm doing at in my 50s that we can, you know, call each other and be like, girl, over here, have you heard about perimenopause? Have you heard about your your vaginal health? What about your sexual health at 80? How do you take care of your body? You know, grandma, grandma still needs to take care of herself too. mind, body, soul, mind, body, soul, part of your mind and your body and your soul is your sexual health. What does that look like? Women aren't really allowed to talk about these things in open spaces. So what do those bridges need to look like in order for us to support each other, affirm one another, and to give one another the information that we need. I need to hear from the millennials. I love y'all. I do. Y'all are so fierce. You're so fierce and fearless and go for stuff and do things and just bang it out, baby. And I am impressed. (laughs) And I also want for you to look across and say, I see you. I see you growing older, not old, embracing the things that come with age and hollering back and telling me and telling me as a 25 year old, I'm standing in the 25 space, not just in this conversation, <laughs> what is yet to come for me? And so I want to encourage you to build bridges, build bridges with your aunts, Build bridges with your moms and your sisters and your friends that are younger than you, that are older than you. Have conversations with them that maybe you think you might not want to have or that you haven't thought to have. Like I said, about your sexual health. You don't know what it's like for a 75-year-old woman. And she's still a woman. She's still a woman. She's still still a full-on woman, right? and a full being. And what does that look like for you? Sis, 25, 30, what's dating like out there now? Oh, how do you handle the onslaught of images that are coming at you or the messages? I love y'all because it's a bunch of bucket in that, that you just like, I'm not doing that. But then how do you get to the space that you're not doing it? And what is the counter narrative that you have to come up with? I don't know. But I am looking forward to learning. So talk to your family and friends. Talk to the people in your life that you may not have thought to have these conversations with. Yeah, talk to them and start, get it popping. Like if I could think to, if some of the stuff I can look back and wish that I would have asked my mother because she is is gone now, she's an ancestor. But I wish that I would have had an opportunity to know what her life was like when she was in, in, in her 50s. I was there, but I didn't know about her inner life. And so the remix transitioning across this bridge is to remix the relationships that you have with the other women in your life to have thoughtful conversation and dialogue about things that you may not normally talk about. Not just pushing them on the internet and the interwebs, but for real, about your mama. Sometimes your mama and auntie and them, they don't really want to be telling you that conversation because they're still looking at you like you're 12. Like, ma, I'm, I'm not 12 anymore. So build those bridges. Be the bridge builder, sis. Be the bit bridge builder. And shout out to Dr. Kiko Cooley for prompting this conversation.
Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. So it's the middle of May, sis. Already? What? Oh my gosh, we are closing in, coming in on June in a couple of weeks. That means month number six of 2021 is almost here. Think about that. And with that, it comes with the fact that you have grown so much and you've changed so much. And because of that, somewhere, someone is discussing the old you because you have denied them access to the new you. You've created boundaries. Those cones, those safety cones, stop signs, yield signs, stop lights, all of those things aren't put up just for no reason, right? They are put up to keep us safe. Safe in our being, safe from harming one another. You keep those boundaries. Let them discuss the old you. She doesn't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Take that on. <laughs> well, the clock on the wall says that's all you know. I have fun when I'm with you. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. This is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. I am Kendra. And until you tune back in, I'll see you when I see you, baby. Be fly. Bye-bye.